talk with Derek Wilbur. I'm not going to do our normal long intro. We're going to just go right into it until I want to introduce you to the man, Mr. Derek Wilbur. Hey, wow, that was abrupt. <laughs> Uncle Tom Talks, Thursday afternoon. This is going to be a slightly abbreviated version of Uncle Tom Talks. I'll tell you why in just a second. But before I get into uh, tonight's topic, uh, I, something jumped on my radar shortly, uh, a short while ago. Your supposed vice president. <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with the topic tonight. It's just truly an incredible piece of sound that I asked uh, the, the mothership to load up and queue up that I want to launch the show with. Again, this is only a couple seconds long, but this is Kamala Harris appearing on The Morning Hustle, which is apparently a black news media outlet type thing. I mean, the sort of thing that she's going to do. Nothing but softballs. Uh, when's the last time you saw her anywhere other than uh, black media, MSNBC, something like that? That These, these people, they protect and shield she and Joe Biden from difficult media for all they're worth. But um, Captain Producer, let's roll cut zero. This is the Vice President of the United States, highly qualified for the position because of her skin color and her gender, speaking about the escalation situation in Russia and in Ukraine. Get out of this. For those that just joined us, we're talking to Vice President Kamala Harris. And uh, if you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you are in kindergarten? Well, was that a kindergarten teacher explaining to you, quote, so Russia is a country in Europe. Actually, she didn't use the inflection. So, so, so Ukraine is a country, quote, so Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong, close quote. All that needs to be is rhyming, and that's a Dr. Seuss. Okay, if she just found a way to rhyme it, it's a Dr. Seuss. Ukraine's a small country. Russia's a big country. Russia's next door to Ukraine, and Russia decided to invade Ukraine, and that's wrong because they're bigger. Mr. Wilburn, He's, did you know that Russia is a big country? Did you know that? Did you know I, Russia is a big country? I've, I've heard it's huge. I've heard it's huge. Where is it? Russia's, Russia's near Mexico, right? I've heard it's actually uh, next to Ukraine. Well, but Ukraine is next to Mexico, right? Unbelievable. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's near Louisiana. It's somewhere down there. Unbelievable. How condescendingly. Ugh. So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. I'm not going to make a show out of it. I am going to make a show out of school boards. So you see me wearing my TCA Titans shirt. My children have all attended, and one of them still does attend, the Classical Academy. Great school. 
tremendous charter school in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, they have gotten a quality education. My son was prepared to enter the Air Force Academy. My daughter graduated with enough college credits that she finished her bachelor's degree in just two and a half years when she got to college. She just graduated in December. And uh, it's an amazing school. We had a school board election here in November and we, we conservatives swept it. There are three conservative candidates that ran as conservatives, made it clear who they were and what they believed, and they won in a landslide. Ten people on the ballot, the three who won, picked up 53% of total votes cast. But now what's happening, since that now four years late, four, four months later, leftists are showing up at the school board meetings, stomping their feet and threatening to hold their breath until I die. If you don't start voting the way that I want you to vote, we're going to launch a recall. Four months after the election, they're already talking about recalling the people that the people voted for and sat on that board because they want their agenda implemented more than they want parental control. So I gave a speech. Many of you have seen this. This this went viral. I had It was unbelievable what happened. Uh, I gave a speech at District 49 here in Colorado Springs school board meeting in August. They were considering about an initiative to ban the implementation of critical race theory in local schools. And I went and spoke on behalf of that piece of legislation. I thought it was a good idea. I don't want my children being taught that they're oppressed or oppressors. I don't want that stuff. That's not the role of the schools. So I went and gave a speech and sometimes the man, the moment and the message are in the same place at the same time. God breathes on it and away we go. I can't take credit for any of it, but it just caught viral fire. It's been seen on my personal YouTube channel. We're up to nearly a million views on the TikTok that originally put it out there. I think they're over three to four million views. And if you do a DuckDuckGo search, you don't use Google because that's the evil empire. But if you use DuckDuckGo and put in my name, CRT, Derek Wilburn, CRT, you'll get five pages, 10 pages. I mean, literally every news outlet in the world picked up on this thing. It just went crazy. And uh, so I'm going to show that to you, uh, and then I'm going to we're going to move right from there into real fake headlines because I know that's why you people tune in for the real fake headlines segment. And then I'm out of here. The reason I'm out of here is because tonight is our school board meeting, and I need to get over there and get in line because they open the doors at 5:30. The meeting begins at six. But what the leftists have begun doing is getting there early and standing in line. So as soon as the doors open, they flood the zone. The room only seats about 75 people. They take up as many of the seats as they can and relegate us parents to watching on monitors outside in the lobby. And it's our school board. It's our building. They're our schools. They're our children. We pay all the bills, including the salaries. We parents are the ones calling the shots. But these, this vocal crybaby, recall them if they don't vote the way we want them to minor, uh, minuscule percent of the population, like bullies do, is making it seem as if they are much more significant than they really are. So I want to be out of here in about 10 or 15 minutes to go over there and get in line. And I am going to seriously flex on some people and let them know this is our school board, not yours. And if you don't like what's going on here, you need to be the one to go. Because these people are elected representatives and we sat them knowing full well who they are, 
Just because you don't like it doesn't give you any more power, and it certainly doesn't give you more power over the parents of the children in our schools. So uh, cue up our cut, uh, Mr. Mr., uh, Mr. Producer. This is Derek Wilburn, yours truly, at the Colorado Springs District 49 School Board. This is only about three minutes long, and this, you, I, I can't even tell you the viral fire this caused. I bet there's been over 30 million views worldwide easily. For three days, my son, my, my 17-year-old son figured this out. For three days on Google, if you put in CRT, I was the first five hits. I owned Google for three days. Not proud of it. Don't like Google. But uh, that's, how, that's how big time this ended up going. Okay, let's roll cut number one. Derek Wilburn. As you, as you approach the mic, I want to just uh, make a comment to our audience. When, when you agree with the speaker and you stand up, you are showing the board a, a consensus, I guess, that you agree with that particular speaker. So again, I encourage you, if you agree, stay, stay by your seat, but stand up. Okay, that way we can see that. Thank you. Sir, please go ahead. Good evening, board. <laughs> I'd like to begin my comments tonight by reading a quote, which in essence is the genesis of all of this Black Lives Matter, social justice, CRT conversations we're having in our country today. Quote, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color, close quote. Colin Kaepernick, August 2016. I am the direct descendant of the North American slave trade. Both my parents are black, all four of my grandparents are black, all eight of my great-grandparents, all 16 of my great-greats. On my mother's side, my ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed and I'm not a victim. I'm neither oppressed nor a victim. I travel all across this country of ours and I check into hotels, and I fly commercially, and I walk into retail establishments, and I order food in restaurants. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness, dignity, and respect, literally from coast to coast. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. I've taught my children they are victims of three things, their own ignorance, their own laziness, and their own poor decision-making. That is all. My children, we are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly, sadly, very sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I can think of nothing more damaging to a society than to tell a baby born today that she has grievances against another baby born today simply because of what their ancestors may have done two centuries ago. There is simply no point in doing that to our children. And putting critical race theory into our classrooms in part does that. 
Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is not combating racism, it's fanning the flames of what little embers are left. I encourage you to support this resolution. Let racism die the death it deserves, and let's keep living the life of the country that we are. Thank you. So that was me at school board, August, that was in August. I'm gonna be back at school board in just over an hour, but I need to go and get in line in just over 10, 12 minutes. So that's why Uncle Tom Talks is abbreviated. I'll maybe, I'll, maybe on Tuesday, I'll give you an update. Uh, we'll talk school board again on Tuesday, but I'll tell you this much, Patriots. I would argue that school board director is the single most important political office in the United States of America. It's not even close. And listen to me carefully. Even though it's the most important office in the country, it is the office about which people are the most ignorant. You're just ignorant. You're not stupid. You're just ignorant. You just don't know. I'd be willing to bet that most of the people watching me right now, you can't name a single member of your local school board, not one. You don't know when they meet. You don't know where they meet. You don't know anything about your school board. And these people have changed the country. So we're gonna be talking tonight at our board meeting about a math book. So right now the board is examining textbooks for inclusion for inclusion in, in curriculum next year, fall, fall semester. Those books have been available for public review at our school board building, at our district school building, for a month and a half. Most parents don't even know that. I looked these books over. Math book. And at the back of the, each chapter, there are perspectives in math. And the perspectives in math, in fact, I'll read one of them to you. So again, this is a math book. This is a math book being considered by our school district for um, next fall for the seventh and the eighth grade. Okay, the seventh and the eighth grade. At the back of each chapter, I think there's uh, 12 chapters, you know, your typical math book, you've all been there. There is what they call math perspectives. Now, I don't anticipate this can be seen very well, but math perspectives, and this is the perspective of this gentleman. His name is uh, Kevin, Kevin Simpson. Here are the discussion questions for Kevin's math perspective. How do you relate to Kevin? What positive action could you take to address racism in your community? End quote. This is a math book asking kids how they address racism in their community. These books have been available for members of the community, for parents in our school district to stop by and evaluate and look at and read the teacher evaluations that recommended this book for inclusion in curriculum. It's been there for a month and a half. Most people don't even know. They, the liberal left, have been cramming this stuff into our schools for 60 years. You want to know how America got to be where we are today? That's how. Through the school system, through the education system, the leftist, the farthest left of the left, began infiltrating and taking control of our educational system 60, 70 years ago. And today we are living with the sad results of that reality.
if we conservatives rise up, get involved, and take our school systems back, especially the primary school system, then in 10, 30, 40, 60 years from now, we'll see a lot of the stuff begin to work itself out. But we've got to start showing up and making a difference. The left is very passionate about education. That's why they own it. They own every university in the country. You can count on one hand the number of universities you can safely send your kids to. And everyone watching me right now, you know what I'm talking about. The people who are teaching at those universities started off at the kindergarten level. And now they're, te they're, they're getting paid $200,000 a year to teach sociology in Nebraska, at Notre Dame, at USC. We have lost our country because we lost the education system. So I challenge you, get involved in your school board. Find out where it is. Find out when it is. Sign up to speak. Start monitoring. Campaign for conservative candidates. Campaign against the liberal left. All these videos you sit and watch on YouTube about people standing up at school board and, and taking them down and revealing truth and speaking truth to power. And you watch those YouTubes and you go, yeah, that's good. That's what we need to be doing. Who's we? Okay. We is you and I. So I'm doing my part. I'm out of here in 10 minutes to go raise some cane at my school board uh, meeting coming up at 6 o'clock this evening. But between now and then, I've got just enough time to squeeze in one more episode of Real Fake Headlines. You know Real Fake Headlines. If you've been watching Uncle Tom Talks for any time at all, this is a, a little game that we play at the end of every Uncle Tom Talks podcast. I am going to give you four headlines. Of these four headlines, three are real. One of them is fake. All you have to do is identify the fake. When you think you know which one is fake, use your chat dialogue, however you're watching this right now. I don't know if you're on a phone, if you're on a tablet or whatever. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching via Spotify, whatever. However you're watching or listening, use your chat and the, the, the producer of this show Mixmaster Z will let will keep tabs on who's voting on what. So here we go. Let's put up headline number one. Z Master. Buttigieg. That's Mayor Pete. Buttigieg on Keystone Pipeline amid Ukrainian invasion. We don't want permanent solutions to short-term problems. Right? The short-term problem is the price of gas. We don't want to permanently solve that. Did he say that? Headline number two, teen electrocuted after asking his parents to leave dinner table to charge phone. Teen electrocuted after asking his parents to leave dinner table to charge phone. So not all of our headlines are political in nature. Headline number three, this one certainly isn't. Woman allegedly decapitates man during sex, hides his severed genitalia. And, and headline number four, Prison inmate to sue fellow inmate for harassment, repeated bullying, and theft. Apparently the guy's getting his biscuits stolen at breakfast. I don't know. Okay, so there they are. Get your votes in. Get them in fast because I'm on a tear. I want to wrap this up in a few minutes. Let's give them to you one more time from the top. Headline number one is Buttigieg on Keystone Pipeline, Keystone Pipeline amid Ukrainian invasion. We don't want permanent solutions to short-term problems. Headline number two, teen electrocuted after asking his parents to leave the dinner table to go charge his phone. Headline number three, woman allegedly, again, this is alleged, 
allegedly decapitates man during sex, hides his several, severed genitalia, and headline number four, prison inmate to sue fellow inmate for harassment, quote, repeated bullying, and, quote, theft. There you go. One, two, three, or four. Pop them into the chat. You've only got a couple of seconds, and then we're going to get to the reveal. Z Master, do we have any votes? Some nights we get votes. Some nights we don't. Some nights we get three or five. Some nights we get 20. I don't know. Well, a lot of votes are coming in. They say they don't believe three. They don't believe which? Three. Three. Okay, get your votes in in five, four, Four and number two. So we got four and number two, but they don't believe number three. Okay, here we go. Put the headline up, the headline, not the image, for number one. Let's remind everybody what number one is. This is Mayor Pete Buttigieg. On Keystone Pipeline and Ukrainian invasion, we don't want permanent solutions to short-term problems. Put up image number one, if you would, please. This is real. Mayor Pete, your new cabinet-level secretary. So the, the Biden administration, there is nothing that is going to get them to turn the pipelines back on. They will see us pay $15 a gallon of gas before this happens, before they turn the It's simply not going to happen. They, I've done shows on this in the past. Look them up. They want gas prices high. What you're paying now, they want you to pay this much, if not more. And they certainly don't want a permanent solution. So the short-term problem is gas prices are high. And he just said it. We don't want a permanent solution to that. So the reverse logic is they don't want gas prices low. So number one is real. Put up our headline for number two. This is teen electrocuted after asking his parents to leave the dinner table to charge his phone. This is this is true. As you can see, this is the New York Post. Absolutely tragic. Uh, this happened uh, yesterday. Is today the third? Day before yesterday? Oh, no. Uh, tragic, tragic, tragic. Um, There's some sort of electrical malfunction with his phone. Uh, expect whoever made that phone, Apple or, or Samsung or whomever, uh, they're lawyering up right now as is Con Ed, or whoever the electrical company that delivers electricity to this home was. But tragic headline, uh, kid just went to plug his phone in, and something went wrong, and he got zapped. It's really sad. Uh, that leaves three and four. So most people think four is the fake, right? No, three is the fake, right? Yes. Let's remind, them the he let's remind them of the headline before the image of number four. So we'll do the re reveal them in reverse order. So headline number four is oh, somebody's calling me on the phone. These fools. Prison inmate to sue fellow inmate for harassment, repeated bullying, bullying, and theft. Let's go with image number nine. Fake. Didn't happen. Made it up. This is a fake. So therefore, by process of elimination, and listen, just because you now know which one is the fake, don't go away because you're, you're in for some internet gold. Let's put up headline. Let's put up image number three. So number three is real. Woman allegedly decapitates man during sex, hides severed genitalia. This is on the Daily Caller. This is on the Daily Caller yesterday, March 2nd. 
Uh, get ready. A Wisconsin. <coughs> I can barely. I can barely even do this. A Wisconsin woman allegedly cut her lover's head off during a night of raucous intercourse and proceeded to hide his severed genitalia in a bucket. Taylor Shabiznes, that's actually her name, Shabiznes, 24, of Green Bay, Wisconsin, was arrested and charged with first-degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. Shabazz's bail has been set to $2 million cash. Why is mutilating a corpse? That's just a strange law. Police arrived at the home of the woman on February 23rd, who said she had found her son's severed head in a bucket. Officers were able to trace the man's previous contacts and determine Shabazz's may have been the last person to see him alive. Police searched Shabiznes van and found, quote, additional human body parts, including legs, close quote. Officers then reportedly searched the home of the woman who first called the police, and they found severed male genitalia in a bucket, which Shabiznes said she had hid there. Quote, Shabiznes responded to the police that they were going to have fun trying to find all of the organs as she dismembered his body, close quote. Shabiznes stated all of the body parts should be in the basement. Shabiznes stated there should be a foot or a leg in the minivan, close quote. Shabiznes told police that she went crazy while having sex with the victim and strangled him to death. She reportedly said she was high on methamphetamine at the time. What a surprise. You should have thought that was the real headline simply because you can't make that up. You know, every time I read or hear about people who dismember people, I mean, so this woman, she cut his legs off, cut his genitalia off, his head off, cut his feet and so on. I mean, even if you're high on meth, how do you? And in fact, in the story, it said that she found it was easiest to use a bread knife. A bread knife has a serrated edge and it cut more. It was easier to, to, to use. Short of demonic possession, how do you do that? You know how much blood? The, the average male body has nine pints of blood. You know how much blood comes spurting out if you were to do that to somebody? First of all, how did this guy, I mean, this guy must have been five foot two, 104 pounds. She strangled him to death. You can't get this woman off of you, but okay, maybe he is small and she is large and she's amped up on meth. So she goes crazy, chokes him out and kills him. That's one thing to kill him. But then you take a bread knife and dismember him and spread and, and put the body parts, some of them in your minivan and drive around with them in there. Lord, help this country. Lord, help this country. How, how do you dismember a human being? I have no idea how you could do that. I couldn't even dismember. Could you imagine dismembering a raccoon? I mean, how, God, people. This is Derek Warburg, your Uncle Tom. I am on my way to Colorado Springs Academy School District 20 
Tonight's school board meeting begins at 6 o'clock. I am going to take the podium and deliver remarks. If uh, you liked my school board speech that you saw earlier in this podcast, um, should be in the chat how you can get there. We'll also put it in post-production. If you've never seen that before uh, or you want to share it with friends, you're certainly more than welcome. Go to my YouTube channel. If you go to my YouTube channel, I'll be off YouTube soon. I'm making the migration to uh, to Rumble. But if you go to my YouTube, you can find um, some other things that happened that same night. Just kind of surf down a little bit. School board is where it's at, Patriots. And if you are self-admittedly ignorant of your school board, your local school board, how many people are on that board, when they get elected, how long their term is, what their names are, do they lean left or re- lean right, if you have no idea, then my friend, you're a patriot, but you're not a part of the solution. Get involved in school board. I'm Derek Warren. I'm signing off. Everyone have a wonderfully blessed weekend. I'm out. Talks. Derek Wilburn will be doing what he does best.